negativity, judgment, hate, illness, death. Life can be overwhelming at times, but what if I tell you that there's a safe space you can escape to? A house where you'll get your weekly shot of extra love. Are you ready to tune in? Reporting on all matters of good, kindness, and love. Let the Branson Brothers help you feel good. Good morning, good evening, good afternoon, and good night. This is a special episode of Let Love Rule the Feel Better podcast. Well, it's always a special episode. Yeah, I know. But this one, I mean, we were supposed to do a comedy special, but a couple of migraines interfered somehow. But uh, we did want to give you an extra shot of love and, and some extra energy and positivity, even though when we're sick, we just wanted to do something. So we decided to uh, let you listen to chapter two of Superwise Me, Law of the Heart, and that's the conversation I had with Baptiste de Pape, author, speaker, and filmmaker of the movie Power of the Heart. And um, yeah, we got together in Amsterdam a couple of years ago, and we had a conversation about Superwise Me, which is my documentary. You can find it on YouTube. Yeah. So, well, here's uh, chapter two of Superwise Me, Law of the Heart. Enjoy, and make sure you tune in next week for the comedy special. Hi everyone, we are back with the creator of the very powerful Super Wise Me series, Len Branson. Len, the Super Wise Me series, it all started in 2009. Can you explain to us how, how did it really all start? It was funny, it was, it, it's like uh, a, a great story, a great magical story, so I'm, I'm always happy to tell. Um, Basically, uh, so I was talking about in, about in the introduction chapter of this audio version about uh, going to Ibiza and, and trying to find my way into a new business where I wanted to help and inspire and make money at the same time instead of just making money. Um, exploring that. And that all led up to a date. And the date that I had in my mind was 999, which is uh, the 9th of September, 2009. And now, if we uh, rewind to the end of 2008, I had this idea to create a big uh, festival in Ibiza, where it all happened for me, where transformation happened for me. So I thought, you know what, let's create a spiritual festival with music, with DJs, with, uh, with dance, with clubbing, with movies, with workshops so something that was open to uh, a lot of people so not not too spiritual kind of spiritual but then hidden you know like you know you pull them into something that they don't expect it to be and then when they're in it they like it something like that so and i called that the happiness festival and uh, so i got i got together with a couple of people and everybody was excited i had people in ibiza wanting to work with us uh so I thought 999, the Happiness Festival. And in that time, uh, since I was researching and discovering, um, Neil Donald Walsh came into my life. The books of Neil Donald Walsh, so I was into that, reading it, learning. Uh, Neil also being in The Secret, of course. So, I mean, The Secret is really like the anchor for all those uh, people uh, and for me at the time. 
Um, so I decided, you know what, I'm going to book Neil Donald Walsh for the festival as one of the headliners. So he can do a workshop or give a lecture or do something there. Um, and without any trouble, without any hassle, I got in touch with his people. And then, you know, the negotiation starts and when is he available and how much does it cost and da-da-da-da-da. Um, but somehow, you know, it all came together. And I booked Neil Donald Walsh for three days to be part of this happiness festival on 999. And uh, I thought that was kind of cool. And so we were working, producing that. Um, but at the end of 2008, something happened. Um, my business partners, they started arguing. Uh, so that fell apart. Uh, the person that was working with me and was on the island Ibiza near Spain, she kind of didn't like the commercial project, the way it was commercialized or something. You know, she wanted, she saw it a little smaller maybe, and I saw it big. I thought, you know, mass, mass audience, mass people, let's have a huge party there. Um, so somehow I was left alone again uh, in 2008, uh, you know, with the with the great idea, but with no people to, to do it with. Um, and I decided, you know what, maybe I have to let go of this this grand idea because maybe it's not supposed to be so i let go and and uh, i still had this contract with neil donald walsh i was like thinking what do i have to do with neil now the festival is not there i need to do something else maybe i don't know what should i do well that was wonderfully uh solved because neil whose birthday is actually on the same date as my birthday, that's the 10th of September, uh, wanted to pull out of the contract because I guess he, want, he wanted to do some cool stuff on his birthday. So somehow, you know, it all got settled. And at the end of 2008, I was only left with the date 999 and the one thing of doing something on that date. So now fast forward February 2009. Um, I just saw the movie uh, called Renaissance, uh, which is a movie where about 40 very wise men from all over the world, uh, scientists, uh, philosophical people, gurus, uh, authors, speakers, came together uh, in the house of, of the Dalai Lama in India, where he was staying, um, for a, for a weekend. They came together and they had this grand ambition to solve all the problems in the world. And, you know, they thought with all the knowledge and all the, the great people assembled, they would solve it in like, you know, one minute. Uh, that movie, that documentary is really cool, by the way. So I, I really think everybody should, should watch it because what happened was that they didn't solve the problems in the world. They got sent home again by the Dalai Lama and the Dalai Lama asked them to first solve their own problems, their own world before they start solving the world outside of them. So that was kind of funny to see that evolving, you know, all the egos clashing because everybody wanted to talk with the Dalai Lama, everybody had the solution and so on and so on. There was like a big clash of egos and stuff in that movie Renaissance. So the conclusion of that film was really be the change you want to see in the world? Oh yeah, so beautifully put together. So I guess when, when, when the people started making that movie, that documentary, they, they didn't envision this. They thought, you know what, all these people together, something unbelievable is going to come out of it and we're going to, you know, create world peace or something at least um, but I guess this message is even more powerful because it is true be the change you want to see in the world I mean it's old wisdom and again it's proven that if you're not there, if you're not love, if you're not the, the wisdom if you don't practice what you preach if you don't walk your talk, 
you are not able as effectively in helping, inspiring someone else uh, or the world in this case. So uh, the Dalai Lama, in his charming way, proved that point so beautifully in that movie. Anyway, I saw that movie and I went to bed and I was kind of inspired somehow. In the middle of the night, I wake up. I don't know, it was two o'clock, I have, I have no idea. And an idea was there in front of me. And you know, I don't know if you have that, but, but for me, when I wake up in the middle of the night with an idea, I have to get up. I have to get up and I have to act and I have to start doing something with it. So I, I got up, I went down the stairs, I, I opened up my notebook and I started writing down this idea. And this was the idea really that came that night. Um, out of thin air almost, but of course it's all being inspired by, by my whole life and that very moment, uh, which is like the butterfly effect, right? So this is the idea I wrote down at that moment. I thought, you know what, wouldn't it be cool to go for nine days on a spiritual road trip to a beautiful place with nine wise men, so I envisioned the 40 men from Renaissance, and I thought, no, it has to be nine, 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 nine. I mean, nine was the theme. So nine wise men, nine witnesses, nine days, um, and I have the wise men teach each other, and give, it, give the master classes, really, master classes, really, to each other, because when do you find people like that teaching each other? You always see them on stage teaching us, but you never see them teaching each other. I thought that was very powerful and see what would happen. And um, then... In those nine days, we put nine important life questions on the table, questions that um, are keeping us awake at night, questions that we all want to see answered. And I believe there was going to be one answer, uh, so that was like the experiment for me. Nine days, nine wise men, nine witnesses, nine questions, nine master classes, and uh, to see if that all will lead up to one answer. That was like the concept I wrote down. So that happened that one night in February 2009. The next day... I just started producing it and putting it together. And I thought, this is a documentary, this is a book, this is a community, a website, this is like all this stuff. I've never done a documentary, I've never done a book, I've never done anything like this before. But I just saw it coming together on 999. So that's how it kind of started that one night. So you are really uh, talking about Inspired action. Yes. Inspired thought and then inspired action. Getting up of my ass in the middle of the night and started producing this thing. Next day, next morning, my first email was out. I thought, you know, who who, who should I invite? Who should be the wise man? And um, I thought, you know what? I'm living here in the lowlands, Belgium, Holland. So I'll, I'll look around. Who did I meet the last couple of months? Uh, who would be cool in it? Um... Who should be part of it? So I basically made a list and I started emailing all those people. Now, in the next couple of weeks, um, I think almost everybody from that list uh, sent me an email back. And that's kind of fun already, right? That they send, that they like reply to your mail. I mean, who are you? I mean, who am I? At that point, I was somebody from music business or something and didn't have any experience and there I was asking people to join me on a trip for nine days like spiritual stuff experiment questions interesting and so I wrote those authors and I wrote those speakers and I wanted like to create a spiritual buffet with uh, different kind of people but within within a couple of weeks I mean and it's like the top of Belgium and Holland they like replied said yes this is cool we'll be part of it so um, 
I was on my way to the location where we were going to do this. And um, I found a location in Spain, which was in uh, at that time in Mallorca. Uh, and, uh, an hotel uh, looked like a, a windmill, kind of, which was kind of lowlands, you know. Mm. Um, so, yeah, and we, I, I found people, producers, camera crew. I mean, you know, I, I did the works. And again, my journalistic background, where I learned how to research and analyze stuff and get stuff together, helped me out a lot. So within a couple of months, it was done deal. We were ready to go on 999. Wow. And um, you didn't only produce uh, Supervise Me Lowlands, but you also produced it for other countries. Can you tell a little bit more about that? Oh, yeah. But th that, that idea actually came, came way later. Um, it was like, so if we, if we compile the wisdom from the Lowlands... Uh, and see how they, how those people would answer uh, from their cultural background uh, the nine life questions. It would be interesting to see if we traveled the world and did the same format with different regions of the world. I mean, what would happen if you put together nine wise men from from South Africa yeah. and you ask them the same the same questions? Yeah. Will they come up with the same answers? Nine wise men from Japan, nine wise men from Iceland. So that was like a whole concept that w was created out of this uh, first documentary book concept that uh, I was putting together at the time. So I was very excited. Inspired thoughts came to me like boom, boom, boom. But you know, on the way to nine nine nine, the date that everything was going to start, there were a couple of uh, obstacles, really, in a way that, so, as I said in the beginning, the nine wise men were uh, ready to go, but, like, uh, eight weeks before we had to leave to the location in Spain, um, some of them called me or, or mailed me, and they said, can we go for three days instead of nine days? Or some people said, you know what, um... I don't want to go. Other people said, uh, I have another gig. And slowly but surely, like, I think four of the nine people that agreed to uh, to step in, they backed out for different reasons. Um, so for me, that was like a great learning process, really. I mean, I've learned so much from it. And what I've learned was, again, always to listen to my heart, to uh, never get frustrated or into a negative spiral but see things happening as for the best. So every obstacle I considered as a, as, a as a teacher, really, teaching me or patience or how to get back to my heart or listen to it. Or It was, it was a great experience for me. I've, I've practiced uh, what I could preach later, for example. You know, it was like the best thing. So uh, I replaced the wise man within like a week or something. So the ones that backed out, I replaced them by new ones. They came on my path. One of them was Caroline Camosi, who uh, was a VJ at the time when I was a program director at the music station. And I never knew she was um, that spiritual or, you know, that she had the need or the, or the wish to share her uh, thoughts and inspiration with people through music, uh, in her case. Um, but we were sitting together having nice lunch and somehow we got to the topic and at the end of the lunch she was like, I'll go, I'm in. I never expected it, but I said yes. And so I said yes to another, uh, a couple of new people and uh, that was one obstacle cleared. But then another obstacle came on our path and my producers and everybody was like totally freaking out because this is what's happened, right? I had this, this, this location in Spain 
near the coast. And they called me around the same time saying, um, Len, uh, we want more money and you're not going to be alone on the, on the location. And, you know, I, 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 I visit those people. I shook hands. I was like, come on, we made a deal, you know. But did you make a contractual agreement? No, no, no. Uh, I learned yeah, all yeah, that yeah, later. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but so anyway, what happened was, and, and we we're not going to be alone. I thought it was important to be alone with the group and not to have too many you know, other people in, in that energy. So I thought, you know what? I'm going to let this go. This location, eight weeks before we had to leave, eight weeks when everything was in place. I said, guys, we're going to let go. And everybody was like, oh, my God, no, we don't have a location. I thought, yeah, yeah, I, I, have, I feel, I listen to my heart. It feels okay. We have to let go. So I let go of that location. And within a week, um, I got a link on the Internet uh, from a website to uh, a location that was called La Cartuja de Casala, which is an old monastery in Andalusia. And I saw the pictures. And that looked, felt so great. I had like, oh, my God, this is it. This is the place. This is where we have to go. I didn't visit it. Like the other place, I visited just to get a feel of the place, right? Here, I only had some pictures and, and some uh, internet page, but it just felt good. And I said, yes. I said, yes to La Cartuja de Casala, that old monastery. And uh, I, I must say, when we arrived there on 999 and I saw the place, I saw the location, it was so amazing. So for the people who haven't seen a documentary yet or the pictures yet, you check it out because this place is like the most amazing place to be at. And and the, it's like going to a museum and, and being in, in a beautiful museum, right, with everything, but then without the guard. There's no guard telling you what to do or not to do. That's how that place was. It was a beautiful place. Wow. So, so the, that's what happened with location. That's the that, yeah, story. Yeah. So the, 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 the lesson that we can learn from it is that, you know, first seek inner guidance yes. instead of trying to manipulate the, the outside world. Or hold on to something, yeah. yes. Because actually here was a blessing in disguise. Uh, yeah, two, two times. Also yeah. the people that stepped out of it, yeah. I believe that was a blessing in disguise without saying that it's, that they're bad people or whatever. I mean, it's, it just is what it is. Yeah. And I always wanted people to be involved that really wanted to be involved. So it was okay. I really was okay with it. But... When I started editing the whole thing, the documentary, and writing the book, the, the things that happened that were very profound in those nine days almost all came from the people that stepped in later. Wow. Yeah, so we'll go into that in the next chapters. Uh, and so, so I have some amazing examples of, of how their contribution was so important. And the fun thing is, I actually, I, the people that didn't go with us to Spain... I kept them in, in the story, yeah. and I called them the home-wise, and uh, I interviewed them as well, and yeah. I got some great information. I incorporated it all, and so the platform and the wisdom was expanded by people stepping out. So it was fun. And the good thing about this is, and you can really confirm this, there is no testimony without a test. True. So... We should be grateful for the test. Yes. And I think you are really grateful for what happened and how it uh, turned out. Yes, and, and I, I, I've, seen in, I've seen in my life and I've had the practice over and over and over again that even if something looks very bad, there's always something very beautiful hidden inside of it. Yeah. And now the trick is to not get frustrated, to not get into a negative spiral, 
to stay on on the, the positive side and and just wait until it's blossoming just allow it really yeah um I'll tell another story in one of the chapters of this audiobook about how I got to Michael Beckwith. And that is a story of something bad happened, something bad happened, something bad happened, something bad happened. Bam! Michael Beckwith, yeah. voiceover of Superwise Me, wow, Love the Heart. Wow, wow, that was wow. cool. Yeah. So, um, to wrap this up, yes. what happened with the wise? I think that's an interesting question and a lot of people are curious about that. What happened with the wise? Oh, for the wise that uh, went along on this trip, it, 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 it's been transformational, really. I think, well, for everybody, really, but particularly for the wise, because they, they got so involved, of course, and they really had to give everything in this project. I mean, if you put nine people together, or in this case, nine, nine wise men and nine witnesses and a camera crew and me and stuff, and you put them together for nine days, something amazing will happen. You can't keep up the the play. You can't keep up the theater. You can't keep being the mask. Mask, they fall off. Really, if 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 you and me are locked in this place right now for nine days, we get to see each other the way we are. I mean, you can maybe uh, hide from me one day, two days, three days, but I think the third day, the real Baptiste will come out. But I guess, I mean, the real Baptiste is sitting here right here, right? <laughs> and the real Len will come out. I don't know if this is the same Len as, as, as it right now, but I, I, about I, three days. So I, I, I think yeah. we all have different aspects. Of we, course. We have our dark sides and we have our light sides. And I think um, they are all um, worth um, exploring. They're all part of us, man. And, and they're all giving something very important and teaching something very important. So I embrace all of who I am yeah. every minute of the day. So, your whole life you really have been asking questions. Yes. And it's all leading up to Superwise Me. Yes. And I want to know from you, what is really the power of, 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 of questions? What is the power of questions? Um, is, there, um, uh, is, is, is there like a power in questions uh, that you cannot find... In um, in any other questions, I mean the questions that you were you have been asking, what is the power? It's 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 amazing, Baptiste, and and it's cool you ask because in my journey I discovered that uh, since my youth actually that uh, questions are very powerful. And how does it work? Um, we're out there, all of us, seeking answers. And and most of the people, they go external, you know, they read the books or they go to the workshops or they talk to somebody that there's their spiritual teacher, whatever. Um, and the answers are actually all hidden inside. So th that's one thing. Now, how to unlock those answers? That is the big question. And the questions are the keys. So if you want to unlock your wisdom, the only thing, and it's so easy and so simple, the only thing you need to do is ask the question. Asking the questions is evoking the answers. You can't help it. If I ask you a question, even if you, if you don't want to answer it, if you're blocking everything, the question on the table, that, that question mark there after a sentence, will start working for you. Now, so if you apply that, it, then you, you, you get to uh, use the power of questions. So the key is to ask the right questions. And from that, the, I call it the, uh, a kickstart for personal growth. So that's how in, in Supervise Me we had these nine questions incorporated because 
um, somehow I believed and I saw what how powerful questions can be, and that was proven through the nine days that that is um, that starting with a question, which is easy. We all have questions, right? So it's an easy gate, an easy way to to start growing and expanding and learning. So you are really saying the power of asking questions is that it really evokes the answers within us. Exactly, exactly. That's uh, f for that. I I just uh, I, I created this um, video blog, which is called uh, Questions from the Universe, questionslog.com, and uh, it's basically uh, in a fun way. Every day I pose a question, and that question will trigger the answers that you need. So I'm never the answer guy. I'm always the question guy. I don't want to give your answers. I, I, I can ask you questions so I can help you to get to your answers. So um, in my journey, I, I just discovered that that's like an easy way of, of activating that inner wisdom, an easy way of starting to use the power of the heart. Wow. Yeah. Thank you so much cool, for right? sharing this with us. <laughs> Great. Yes. So um, I guess we'll, we'll finish this, this chapter now. And the uh, next chapter will go to Spain. We'll go to Spain. Yes. La Cartuja de Casala. We'll explore some uh, Spanish soils there. Yes, exactly. Thank you for tuning in. Hungry for more inspiration and motivation? Head over to pureloveradio.com and grab your free copy of the introductory audiobook Superwise Me, Law of the Heart by Lynn Branson and Power of the Heart author-filmmaker Batiste de Papa. Want to meditate some more? Subscribe and get access to all of the Love Activation Meditation videos. That's www.pureloveradio.com for more wisdom and love. Yes, that's it. Next week we have another episode of Let Love Rule the Feel Better podcast. And if you feel called, please spread the love of this episode of Let Love Rule. Because you know what? There can be enough information around, inspiration around, and motivation around. And that's what we're here for. Right, Andy? Yeah, that extra, extra shot of love. That's what we're here for. need an extra shot of love. Heck, I know I do.